You're listening to Yale Radio WYBC. This is Brainerd Carey with the lives of the artists, architects, curators, and more. Today on our show, I'm talking with Reiner Gross. Reiner, thanks so much for being with me today. Hi, Brian. It's, um, it's a pleasure to be talking to you. Reiner, we're uh, talking on uh, May 3rd in 2022, and um, I want to talk about your, your work, your your paintings. Um, I know you're having a show. You had a show at Margaret Thatcher Projects in New York um, for the first quarter of this year. Before we jump into those shows and talk about it, what's what's happening in your studio at, at the moment? Well, I'm, I'm working on some uh, photographic images uh, that I call double takes, which is basically one image and I flip it and I do things with it and I join them and uh, print them and mount them and, you know, trying to use my painterly qualities uh, in a different way. Uh, I'm, they look like works on paper and I, they're photographically based, but I see them as works on paper. Uh, so tell me a little bit more about that. I'd, just li- I'd like to explore that a little bit because that sounds like it relates to your painting in an unusual way you call these well, double takes yeah, yeah yeah my my paintings are diptychs and they are basically monoprints as you probably know um and then they they flipped and it's it's a longer story but the photos are a similar way of addressing an image and then doing something to it and then doing something else to it and then joining things and then coming up with something that it's not immediately recognizable what it is but once you look at it for a while, you can trace, and it's um, it, it grabs you immediately, but also gives you a chance to explore for a while, to 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 put it in a, in a in a sort of a term of explaining the visual effect. Explore in the sense, I mean, we'll talk about the paintings in a minute, but it's exploring. Um, in a similar it's sense to the way, the way paintings it's made, are the, what you're seeing, how it's put together, and but the immediate impact has a has sort of a, a it looks very strange, but then you start investigating, and then you can unravel the the mystery if you're if you want to go that far. It's Very hard good. to describe and something like that on the radio. I mean, I know that. It always is. It's, it's one of the strange things of doing interviews about visual art on the radio, you know. It's it's difficult to describe. So um, so there's images that will be attached to this as well as links to your, to your website. Uh, so right. to talk about the, the, the paintings then, um, which, which come out of this, let's talk about them. This is uh, – you're, you're doing – Printmaking. This is monoprints, which, as you said, are then are then flipped. So there's this um, there's this well, what almost is, mirror type image, right? Right. Well, I I, I started off doing uh, monoprints, and uh, then I was fascinated with what was left on the plate. And at some point, I started investigating how can I get both, and I started to make monoprints with two canvases. And that was 25 years ago. And um, I then developed this whole thing further where I use like raw pigments. Uh, and I layer raw pigments in different layers. You know, they, I, they're water-based. 
and then they add it and add it, and then you get a whole bunch of layers, and then you use another canvas and uh, with heavy oil paint on it, like you know icing on a cake type oil paint, and then you fuse them, and they become sort of sandwiched together, and then you work them with my hands usually, and then I slowly peel them apart, and the different layers of pigments break in, you know, somewhat random fashion, and uh, then I display those pieces and I invert one. So it's not like a Rorschach, it's an inverted Rorschach. So there are two pieces hanging next to each other that look very similar and they, they, they correspond, but there's something, there's some energy between them through the change. And the layers but, that you perceive are also in reverse. Whatever layer is on the bottom on one canvas is on top on the other canvas. So it's, the layers break in the middle. So you get a lot of different sensations. Well, and also and, this is, as, as, as printmaking processes are, it, it tends to reverse, right? So when you're kind of printing one canvas onto the other, as you said, pressing them together, hand printing in a sense, you're also changing the composition, right? What, what the odd thing that always happens with prints is if you started out the, the monoprint with a composition that was left to right, the print becomes the opposite. It's now right to left. Right. Um, but flipping it upside down changes it once again, but you're but it's the composition itself and the, and the comparison that's also a surprise and a, and a bit of a shock, right? Right, right. But basically, you don't really have an original or a copy. You have two pieces that are dependent on each other. So each piece is part of the, the diptych. So you have the, the left part, which is usually the, uh, the original, and then you have the right part, which is the flipped uh, canvas that you pull off and then usually the flipped canvas gets turned over so when you stretch them and then you basically in some form get back you reverse that flip in some way especially when you work with stripes uh, it's, 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 it's a phenomenon that, that I've been fascinated with for the last you know, yes. So it's it's really. But the phenomena of what exactly of the printing phenomena? How you how how you get these stripes, or, or how there's yeah there's how it, impressions how it, from the printing how, itself, right? Or, or, the, well, or the or the, or the impression it, 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 we'll say. Well, it's very they're very tactile. I mean, there's at least ten, fifteen layers of pigment, so it's very thick and it's very. It always looks like a, a, a dry desert. You like you you where things crack. Once you layer different pigments that are based in water first, I layer them, you know, in water so that when they dry, they become powder again, but some, somewhat firm. And then I put another layer on top, and I put another, and I forget what I have underneath at times. But conceptually, I, I, I uh, have some idea where I'm going. And then when I pull the, the print, it's sort of like a birth of a painting. It's it's a it's a, it's there's some violence and that that comes into play by ripping it apart and breaking it open and that's sort of to me sort of a, one way of exploring sort of a random abstraction in a in a way that that is interesting to me and I hadn't seen before. 
Yeah, it's very interesting. Very interesting to me to know. It's, it's clear to me, and it's very interesting, and it's and its relationship to printmaking, and even the, you know, what you describe, which is so interesting, because it's hard to like imagine all those layers of, of of pigment, but what's the kind of fusing, and then the pulling apart is the is the part where you're saying it seems almost like the painting is being destroyed, right? There's, I don't know exactly. what the cracking sound is like that, it's, but you're you're melding these things together and then pulling right. them apart, so it's. It's, you're you're it's taking chunks of one and a, painting. And, yeah. It's it's a destruction and, and a creation at the same moment. It's really <laughs> very cosmic in that sense if one wants to go that far. Um, I, You know, when you work with, with abstract paintings, which I've been working on for the last 25 years, I mean, before that, there was a whole other body of work, but you you have to find something you have to explore things that haven't been explored. And there's so much random abstract painting. Uh, you've got to add something to the discussion that, that hasn't been explored. Otherwise, why do it? Uh, that's sort of where I'm coming from. And what's being added to the discussion here is, is, is a kind of interaction, right? I mean, you're bringing printmaking in, you're bringing in this, this kind of imagery, but, but also the kind of creation and destruction and more directly the, the ripping and right. pulling between the two is, is, is what you're talking about that adds something to the discussion because this isn't about brushstrokes and palette knives building up no, layers. No. This no, is, it, it, this is almost a natural process. Kind of. it's a nat- I, I really depend on, on the natural process. And the uh, uh, way of not, you know, deciding where I put the brush stroke and those, the least aesthetic decisions I have to make, the better off I am. I, I know if you follow me with that. I just, they, they're also funny and they're, they're whimsical. There's a humor in, in this. Uh, there, there's, you know, sadness and joy. It, 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 to me, it encompasses, you know, the life in general uh, and uh, yeah, being, you have to you have to figure out how to how to to do something that is surprising to me as the creator as also giving a gift to the viewer I mean <laughs> it's, it's well, like the, a, view, the viewer may turn it into a bit of a, a Rorschach that was your, your word before but there's the viewers looking at two images and they see some similarities between them, and they're trying to understand what's happening. There's a relationship between those two images that, right. that most likely the viewer doesn't know what we just discussed in terms of process. So they're looking at, at almost like two people that are slightly different, right? And they're, and they're comparing and they're understanding something about the activity between them, aren't they? Right. Yes. And then there's also one, you know, one is turned, you know, 180 degrees over and the other one is, and then it's an opposite. And there, there are a lot of, lot of conceptual uh, things in play that, that are doing, doing things to the viewer. And when you talk about doing things to the viewer, you mean it's, these are, yeah, both conceptual in well, terms of two, I'm, I'm, two comparisons, once, but also optical, them, right? Yeah. Once, I mean, I become the viewer too as soon as, the things are are done. I mean, I, we all become creators and viewers at the same time. I mean, it's it's not just exclusive outside of me. Um, and 
Well, it's a little bit it's a little bit exclusive to you because you're doing this process akin to printmaking, right? When you peel these apart, unlike a painter who's slowly been working on the surface for for hours or days, you see a surprise. You see something you didn't yes. expect, perhaps. So, so that's a right. that's a reacquaintance almost with the image that has to occur. Exactly, and it, it's 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 and it, they build up over you know a couple of weeks. I mean, I, I have to wait till these layers dry and and add other layers and it's it's and i work on you know six seven sometimes eight pieces at the same time on the floor and uh, it's uh, it just uh it's it's a very organic kind of process that is uh, at times random and at times planned i mean it has a lot of those those different different qualities and to talk about the whole show, um, I mean, you've, you've had different shows up, but the show at Margaret Thatcher, um, let's talk about yeah. how those all come together and, 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 and the kind of feeling of a whole show, because these are all pairs. There's a, there's a certain way, as you're saying, that the viewer experiences them or, or may experience these in terms of relationships, but then there's the relationship of all the paintings to each other, which in some sense must must give away the process in a slightly different way, right? We see that they're all diptychs. We see that there's a relationship between them, and then, and then there's a set of diptychs themselves. How, how, um, yeah, how does that speak well, to the to the process, or, 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 or if well, I can say a, a narrative with it? The, the show at at Margaret's was basically in the gallery. I gave her sort of smaller to medium sized paintings, uh, but there was seven paintings in the show, and I carefully put them together the way they relate. Uh, they were all from, uh, except for one painting, they were all from the same year and from the same group of things I was involved in. So there was a coherence within that show uh, that um, made sense for me in that space. So it was also regarding where I'm showing it, what, is it, what, are, the, what are the conditions that I have to find where I'm showing, so it's always that kind of a question too. Uh, what you mean in terms of what the space, space how, how the space interacts with the paintings themselves, what the space right. asks for? And what the, what the space can handle. I just usually, I don't like to overpower a space with large paintings that the, the rooms tell me they don't want a big painting. <laughs> you know, they want something more intimate. So and if you if you get a larger space, you have different options, and, and I, I try to work with that as, as you know, from an installation point of view. Uh, so the Paris Gallery was much larger, much wider, four meters high. I, I was able to show uh, also a, a, a double twin painting, which was four panels. So I've been exploring this with sometimes four panels, sometimes six panels as well. So the pieces get, get quite large. Six panels. So how does how does that work? That's tell me a little bit about that. If if a painting's got six panels, are those how do those interact? Well, I make six pairs of twins and I join them, and I interact with them. You know, they're not right next to each other. Each one, they sort of get inter interspaced in between other ones, and create a new uh, dynamic. Uh Right, there they're is all, the relationship between them all, I mean, which, which is, yeah, that's much more complex, but now the hanging yeah. of them has, because the paintings all have these relationships to themselves, the six sets of twins 
as you said, now have relationships to each other. It's also about how they're, how they're assembled, how they're talking to each other in a sense. That's, that's right, how they, how they interact and where the breaks are. I and mean, also the breaks become an issue uh, where they don't connect. Some, sometimes they connect, sometimes they don't connect. And then you get a certain tension within the pieces. And uh, sometimes it's very, they flow nicely, and sometimes there's a little hook to them that is a little jarring. So you, you have a lot of different aspects to them that, that, that make, for me, sort of an interesting viewing. Yeah, that, that does make for an interesting viewing. And, and so now that, now that, you know, it's, it's good to talk, that we've talked that much about paintings and process, to go back to the photos that we started talking with, how are the photos adhered to each other and then pulled apart and, and, and destroyed to make new ones? Because no, that's no, a different... They're, is, is, they're, they're, layered, they're layered in Photoshop. And I don't... I, I, I work with Photoshop and I flip them in Photoshop and, and join them and, and then flatten them out and print them. And, and then they be... So it's, it's a different, different process. That process doesn't have the surprise that the painting and, and type of printmaking does, it sounds like. Well, I layer them, and when you fuse things again, all of a sudden certain layers appear over other things and create you know, different textures, and all of a sudden the sky has an underneath of grass or something, and then you have sky and grass together, and it becomes, it becomes something very organic and strange, and then I don't show them the way they are photographed horizontal. I flip them vertical. So it becomes a whole other thing, and some landscapes start to look like insects. It's, it's, very, it's a very fun little project. Well, that does sound a bit, a bit you know, not to reuse that term, it's a divorce shack, although you, you, you mentioned that earlier, that images start to come out of this, that yeah. um, other, other kind of landscapes or even narratives begin to come out of these that are a complete surprise. Well, yes. Well, it hope, this, this whole thing that I'm exploring has a lot to do with my early work and my early associations with other artists I've worked with. So, you know, people always had to find some, were always in, in, inventors that I worked with. They were, as a, as a student, I was always very interested in, in people who work in very inventive ways to change the, uh, the canon of what, was being done to to add a new, you know, a new twist to things. So that was always something that I thought hopefully someday in painting I can come up with something like that or I can explore that kind of generosity with spirit and humor and uh, and, and sincerity as well. Uh, so so it goes way back to, to, to the people I worked with early on. I like that. That's that's articulate and explained that well. I I want to ask you one more question, um, which is a little off topic. What are you reading at the moment? Well, I'm I'm just reading a book called The History of Jazz, <laughs> and I've been uh, absorbed by uh, you know uh, by music a lot too over my life. So it's been it's been a, a lifelong uh, uh, you know. Fun thing, I mean, for me, music. So I, I mean, just in the '70s, I was a rock and roll drummer. So, so, 
So in, in, in that sense, I have a little history in music. Well, that's interesting because there's some also improvisation, of course, with jazz as well as even being oh, yeah. uh, uh, you know, a rock drummer. So, I mean, not to make to stretch too much, but that in itself might have a relationship to your to your painting. No, well, well music and and yeah, the improvisational stuff, improvising jazz and improvisation is is a, it, it's a, that's where the fun is. You know, you just mm-hmm. lay down the. You know, traditionally, you lay down your 32 bars, and then you, you go off. And hopefully you come back, or sometimes you don't. <laughs> <laughs> Reiner, I want to thank you so much for talking with me today. I really appreciate your time. I wish you well with your with your shows, and um, and thanks again for talking with me. Well, thank you for for finding me and giving me the chance to to share my thoughts a little bit. Thank you very much. You're listening to Yale Radio WYBC. This is Brainerd Carey with the lives of the artists, architects, curators, and more.